Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm Julia. Nice to meet you. I'm Shen. Nice to meet you. Yeah, it's always awkward to start with that. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, my name is Shen. Uh, it's spelled as X U A N.、Um, so very often I go by just X.、Um, I'm a musician, artist, and a web developer. Even though as much as I want to, like. Incorporate all all of my different roles into the same kind of practice, but in a lot of cases, in reality, they they function really differently. I've been playing music since I was like five,、um, so music is actually my first、um, lens that.、Um, I used to create art.、Um, yeah, I, I probably I have a longer history with playing music than the other two roles.、Um, yeah, and because of that, I kind of sort of establish a、um, a worldview uh, that uh, based on sound.、Um, and as I Um, started incorporating, you know, electronics and、um, media technologies in music making.、Um, that started to be expanded into more of a、um, a view of building networks of, you know, sonic objects or even、uh, not just limited within this.、Um, The sense, I guess. I do、um, see, consider、um, my working process. You know, like a lot of times, it's improvised. Like using using code or computation, it's kind of contrast the idea of improvisation. Yeah, it's probably best exemplified in my upcoming LP album.、Um, in this album, I、um, I did、uh, continuing improvising in a more traditional way, but I also. Build some tools in the computer to help that process. For example, I,、um, you know, I like to use the computational randomness to sort of, you know,、um, intensify this improvisational process.、Um, yeah, and. I guess take this new album as an example. I I was trying to create harmonies out of these、um, seemingly chaotic processes, 
you know, like, for example, when we think about improvisation, we always think about something that's unknown, something that's uh, unpredictable. Um, same with uh, computer uh, randomness. I'm interested in finding the orders in the chaos. The show at AVE it's it's ongoing right now. Um, I I don't know when it's uh, over actually. Um, it's it's a group show and I'm showing with uh, three uh, three Montreal-based artists. Um, yeah, the theme of the show the 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 title of the show is called the uh, the large. So I guess the translation would be the wide. Um, and this uh, the show is it's about you know different uh, examples of this idea of hyper object um, you know the phenomenon that that is so interconnected with so many different um, other networks and phenomenon in a way that we as human, we cannot uh, perceive and understand. I was showing two works in this show. One is um, is it's a work um, I created this performative process where I um, I text to myself with the uh, smart typing function on iPhone and you know as um, it usually suggests three uh, options for you to choose from and I sort of just like choose from whatever option that's given to me and then make sentences and then started to um, emailing myself with these um, uh, texts um, and until the three options that were given to me changed to a new set. Um, what I look at this process, I found it interesting is um, because um, how smart typing works is they actually uh, analyze, uh, analyze your um, typing habits, right? Like how you phrase things, how, for example, in emails or, you know, with social media, um, it's a consumer uh, scaled AI system basically and it's sort of learning from you and predicting um, from your history or your perspective but as you're interacting or as you're uh, feeding into that system 
it, the, the, the notion of the self or the notion of you just started, um, you know, got mingled together. And in my, in my mind, I just imagined them like, you know, water and it just started diluted, you know, into this um, one thing. Another work it's also sort of related to the to the idea of fluid. Um, it's uh, I made uh, a two-channel videos and they depict this um, scene of um, water wave, uh, which you will be seeing, you know, at the the end of a boat. Um, and um, yeah, it's. It's kind of from my personal experience because um, um, I'm I'm original originally from China and I grew up by the ocean. Um, yeah, it's that the imagery of the ocean. It's always very nostalgic to me, and by looping, you know, just the water wave that's forever going away. It's a feeling of, you know, you're always on the move from your home, from what's familiar and what's known to you. Um, and then another channel is the, the, the front of the boat, um, which usually when we're on a boat or a, sh uh, a cruise ship, there will be a, a flag that you know, announcing, you know, either the function of this, this trip or, you know, the, uh, the destination. And in my video, I sort of animated, uh, the text, a set of, uh, words on top of the flag and it shuffles, uh, through, um, all these words that are related to um, marine navigation. So, for example, there will be um, escape, uh, 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 emancipation, which is a word I really, really loved. Because um, when you when you think about um, the ship or when you think about navigation on the on the ocean it's like you know we as you know we started this um it's 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 the start point of you know this global uh colonization right it starts from from the the cruising and then in the modern time now um I find it fun, interesting that it's now it's more as an es escape from you know um, this um, for as an escape for el elitism or as you know as a token of you know your your class status your social capital. Um, yeah, I'm, I was super interested by this um, shift. And you know how one phenomenon can 
be related or even we can see it as a hyperlink to so many different other um, big uh, phenomenon. <laughs> the work I will be showing at the Art Pop is a video. Um, it will be showcased on their um, a matrix of uh, tiles. And yeah, when I first um, got uh, invited to this opportunity, I was like, it's, you know, because it's a vitrine space. So it's kind of overlooking the whole, like the street, the street. I kind of wanted to make it um, related to the stream view. So um, for, um, for this work, I'm making, I will be, be including, you know, um, cranes, like um, 3D models of cranes, which we um, always see in, at construction sites and now is like all over the place in the city. And yeah, and imagine the crane um, moving slowly and almost have their own agency and then they will, um, yeah, like move just, yeah, just like it's almost like a futuristic landscape um, where things are kind of different. <laughs> yeah, um, to be honest, I haven't, I just started making the work, um, so it's less concrete in my mind right now to talk about. Um, but it is part of uh, a series, a project I started uh, before called uh, Garden. And in that work, I was, um, I made a poem out of um, this super common signage, uh, house for sale. So yeah, by, uh, uh, aggregating all the different variations of the anagrams, um, I sort of put together this uh, poem, and it's it it started to get super weird and super distracted from the original, you know, sentence. However, also kind of related because the new iterations of the, the words, um, they started to mean, to depict this, this um, landscape of uh, almost like a garden. So it's, it's very interesting um, to me. Yeah, I'm in general. I make a lot of uh, work that's that are uh, text based. 
um, to me, I I see my process as like I'm making poem, but using media technologies. I think that's kind of uh, extension from what I started with sound because when I first uh, got exposed to, you know, the avant-garde uh, or, you know, the uh, postmodernism and, and Dada, Dadaism, and I was really attracted by, um, you know, the cut-ups, techniques and uh, sound poetry, concrete poetry. Yeah. And it's that my my practice now is totally um, you know a continuation and to that. Yeah, I, for for a long time for myself, I I had a trouble, um, you know, thinking through these two different mediums, because um, you know exactly like we said when I perform, um, it's such, uh, <clears throat> it's almost like because I improvise, so it's, so it's almost like I don't need much preparation. Um, if we think about it um, in terms of giving labor, you know, it's it seems so much less than you know constructing an installation and working with technology. Um, but what I'm more like uh, more and more I practice the now I'm very interested in how you know setting up an environment um, with technologies that could automate or you know function on its own um, to perform um, yeah that's why I was um, very I was so fond of uh, Twitter bots you know making bots um, and um, even for my performance I you know yeah I, I started um, using some tools that would just um, you know perform on its own um, and yeah, it's almost like, you know, before I, I, I use, you know, loop, loop pedal a lot. Because uh, when you play solo, it's it's one of, you know, the most practical thing to, to help you. Um, and when you use that uh, kind of setup, you know, a lot of time, you're just be present and don't really need to intervene the process. Um, and I think that's the common 
you know, features or um, common topics that I'm interested in, in both performance and installation. First, um, for example, the work I was talking about that's show at AVE um, with smart typing is like it it does involves me, but as time goes by, it kind um, it's kind of you know uh, erasing me, um, if that makes sense. Yes, totally. And. And that kind of uh, process, um, I see it as like a mutation of myself. And um, in, in installation, um, I try to more, you know, be more as a uh, collaborator with these these uh, systems uh, instead of you know as in uh, an administrator, you know, who uh, has the master access to everything um, and, you know, has the control. However, I do know that this is, um, it doesn't, it's not the case all the time. Um, yeah. I started doing um, performing in this kind of way because um, I noticed that sometimes if, for example, if I perform with instrument or setup that I'm super familiar with, um, take piano as an example, um, you know, it's so easy and um, you know, to fall into your habits. And that will immediately affect the sound of it. And um, and I guess um, I'm very, very attracted to, you know, a state of uh, being naive. And because um, I... I guess it's because I, uh, when I had, when I was studying piano performance when I was, when I was young, and it wasn't a really good experience, and just playing piano f- makes me feel constrained. Um, but that's not what we want, you know. When you know when we make music, that's the the very first thing is we want to feel free so 
um, yeah, and yeah, that's when I started to like I want to unlearn what I learned about piano, what I, um, you know, because I do believe sound is a bodily experience. If you are um, very familiar with an instrument, which is a technology, you will be in return reconfigured by by that instrument. Um, and because of my not so good past experience about you know piano or acoustic instrument, I do I don't feel. I don't want to be um, changed by it. So sometimes I will uh, play instrument I've never learned or I didn't even know how to make a sound. Um, one time I was playing trumpet uh, with a friend and um, yeah, it was, yeah, and the, I guess, for the audience, um, it still probably sounds the same. But for for me as a performer, there is like a few seconds before you make it make sound. There, there's a void space because you don't know how to approach this object. You know, you don't know how to connect with it, um, and it's like a very deep fear. Um, but once you overcome that and and make a sound and started to blend into, you know, uh, the whole performance or the whole um, soundscape, it's such a magical feeling. <laughs> um, yeah, and another reason I, I I I do this kind of, you know silly thing that I don't repeat my setup is um, it's very practical um, you know because so many times especially if you play for at, uh, DIY, uh, DIY shows it's you have to like drag this big suitcase of all these equipment and um, you know do some check and then you know, spent a lot of time, uh, uh, you know, feeling around with it. And it's just, um, it's just very draining. Uh, like I'm, I'm, to be honest, I'm very tired of that. And that's why like, sometimes I would just like, look at my rack of gear and then be just, just before the show, and I'm like, okay, let's do, I want some, um, you know, harmonica sound today. I'll just put, put that in my suitcase. And, you know, sometimes I feel so tired and not feeling it. I will just bring my, uh, a microphone. I, I always believe that 
you know, sound or music, it's it's already there.、Um, it doesn't matter which tool or、um, bridge you need to、uh, use, or like a medium you you need to use to channel yourself or connect yourself to it. Yeah. Oh, I love that approach. <laughs> I'm never bringing a suitcase of gear to a DIY show again. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah,、It、I、totally、hear you. <laughs> makes sense. <laughs>